You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Yo, picture me rolling. Uh, been a while. I haven't done a, a show in a minute, you know. COVID's definitely put a damper on the guests, but I got my homie, my homie, the Budfather in the house what's right up, now. Um, you know, you've always shown me a lot of love and... Uh, you know, I'm glad that I get to have you on finally. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about it for a minute. Yeah, and like I said, everybody's schedules and everything's been life's been crazy. I mean, it's definitely the weirdest year I've ever, I've ever experienced personally, and I've been here for 39 of them. So man, it's 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 crazy. I'm not too far behind you. It's it's been definitely you know maybe not the craziest year, but one of one of the craziest I've yeah. seen for sure. Yeah, maybe it's actually been a a really good year in my life personally, and I hate saying that because me too. It's uh. You know, I know it's hard times for people right now, and, and everybody's going through it. But, but uh, it's been a very strange time for America and the world, and uh, I don't know. <coughs> some senses, I feel like it's been well needed. But it's been strange in America for a while. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> that's definitely true. You know, uh, very un-American actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. Thank, um, thank you for uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, what do you think of that? What do you think of that rain, rainbow chip? The rainbow chip is is pretty delightful right now. I gotta and it say. Is. <clears throat> so he's smoking some of uh, foreign genetics rainbow chip, but it was like four months old. I had put like a cut from a top of like all of these different strains that we ran in this room, and uh, I forgot about them. And it's basically the only way that I can find cured weed is when I hide it from myself and then I find it later. And luckily, I, I found it in the range that it was still like, it's still smokable. Still smokable. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely smokable. That extra cure is, is is feeling good right about now. Yeah, it'll definitely be a lot smoother, and I feel like it. it, it I think it in, intensifies the high to a certain extent. You know what I mean? It, it definitely makes things hit a little bit harder when they, when they wait. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's talk about. Um, Obviously, you have a brand, The Budfather, um, and uh, you want to talk about Rio a little bit as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, you know, the, the Budfather the Budfather stuff I started uh, about six years ago um, when I moved out here to Cali. I'm from New York originally. Mm-hmm. I think you know that. Yeah. Um, I do, but they don't. Yeah. No, I want to let everybody else yeah. know. Let's, let's uh, let uh, them know I'm, where you're from and I'm, how y'all do it. I'm from, the, I'm from the Bronx originally, and... Um, the Budfather thing just kind of came out of came out of nowhere. Really, I was just I was smoking a blunt with uh, with my with my brother-in-law out on the deck, and he he wasn't he's not like a heavy smoker. Like he would smoke like every once in a while or socially, whatever you call it, right? Yeah. And um, I rolled this fat ass Dutch Master because you know that's how we do it that's back just there all day. Yeah. Uh, so I rolled this fat ass Dutch Master, and it was just me and him on it. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was lit, but like I was feeling good, you know. And uh, he he apparently was way more high than I was, and we went inside, and he was like, I was like playing with the kids and like just chilling, like you know, like like for me, smoking weed has always been about like getting me down to you know either my anxiety or my mind running or whatever it is that that always helped me kind of like mellow out and kind of enjoy life a little bit more. So. I could went inside. I was like playing with the kids. I'm like bullshitting, with, you know, everybody who's who's at the, who's at the pad. And uh, Godfather was on TV, 
Mm-hmm. And he's just like, bro, he took me aside. He's like, how are you like functioning right now? Like I'm so high, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, like this is, this is how I like to be, you know, this is, this is, this is why I do it. And uh, he's like, oh man, you're like, you're like the, the fucking bud father. And I'm like, oh shit. Like something popped in my head. Like, damn, I am the bud father. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So it just started like when, when Instagram kind of just started popping off, I, I, I put the name in there and I started like, you know, shit, I don't know, it was like three, four months, jumped up to like four or 5,000 followers and just started posting shit that I was smoking. I was smoking fat blunts and posting fat blunts and taking pictures of a weed and fucking, you know, just, just kind of, you know, and then the whole meme thing and like reposting memes, making your own original ones. And I started making some original ones and got like up to 10,000 followers real quick. And then I started to actually like think like, okay, like I can try to monetize this somehow. I started making t-shirts and uh, I was always, I was always in the weed game. I've been smoking weed and selling it since I was 13, you know? So like, uh, had had people out here in Cali since like 2007, 2008, and just kind of made the, made the made the move in like 2014-ish to like really start thinking about moving out here and taking it as like taking it serious as a brand and trying to you know try to make something out of it and 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 really it, it's 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 been like a whole lifestyle change for me like like I said I've always been like hustling and doing whatever I could do but. Uh, just to like take time off of a regular job and do that f- full time and mm-hmm. dedicate yourself to something like that. Like, I mean, I gotta say, like, it, it, it's a it's a whole different lifestyle, but it, it's also I think a harder lifestyle. You know, being an entrepreneur and like 100%. running your own business is like because I got people from back home and like I'm sure you know people too that are like. I'm gonna get a state job and I'm gonna get a, you know, I'm gonna get a pension and I'm gonna get retired in 20 years and yada yada. And like, I never kind of live life that way, you know? No, um, so, so I think it was uh, like a natural kind of transition. And then when, when Colorado became legal and I started to like look at like the future and be like, okay, like this is something that I could either use, you know, and build up to be a, to be a legitimate, you know, option or a brand in, in the space, or I could use it to kind of springboard me into other opportunities in, in the cannabis industry. So I started taking it serious and I mean, I'm, I'm married, I'm, I'm, I got a wife and two little boys. And, you know, when, when my kids were one and a half and three, we picked up and moved everybody out out here to California and started doing our thing, you know? No safety net. No safety net. I mean, it was, the only safety net was, you know, was me, you know, like, yeah. I, yeah. like just me, you know, no hustle. hustling, do, doing what I can do and obviously paying taxes on everything. That's scary as fuck. <laughs> uh, that's scary as fuck uh, picking up and taking that, uh, that trip. It was scary I mean? for real, but it was like, it was liberating as fuck. I was just about to say that you said liberating as, as, as I was thinking in my, yeah. in my brain. So I'm glad to hear that as well. Um, and like you said, being an entrepreneur is, is uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, I don't want to, I, I want to have money and have a business. So I don't have Everybody to work 40 wants hours to be an a week. Entrepreneur, and we're like, right? okay, we'll try working 90. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's definitely, freedom, it's definitely not a nine to five. It's definitely, yeah, no. it's definitely not like. It's uh, like I wake up and I go to sleep. And in between, my mind's In between, spinning. I'm working no I'm matter working, where I'm at. I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so Instagram really, uh, you started early too. Yeah. As far as, as far as the, you know, our specific type of content. Right. I mean, if you look back on it now, I started laying like the groundwork for, for, for a lot of, 
a lot of other, you know, whatever, meme pages, cannabis brands. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know how it is. You know, you've been doing this for a while, and it's like a lot of the things that people are talking about and, you know, uh, think, you know, are, are part of the industry is shit we've been doing for, for a long time. Yeah, know? and it's it's come to uh, be a big deal, too, because, I mean, coming from a dispensary background, like, I mean, I just think about, like, the, the places I was working previously earlier in my career in cannabis and, like, to think if we had thought about uh, merchandising and things at that time, at that how time. far ahead of everything else and these are this place is still like a well-known place now oh, but yeah. imagine that we were you know still in that if you black started pumping market. it hard back then yeah. yeah we were like you know not thinking about it in that sense so it's definitely a, a huge advantage well i mean most of the i mean i'm sure most of the time and this is i think why it didn't happen is because you were thinking about not getting you know your shit taken or fucking you know hit by the police or yeah, raided or, part, or whatever yeah. you know like part. so like it's more like you're on the defense and like that's how that's how it was for fuck you know most of my life right i mean the last five years four years has been like people a little like more you, relaxed a little bit more relaxed yeah. we're like okay like you're not so worried about getting run up on but like that's 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 what i think is missing a lot from from what people value in in the whatever you want to call this the cannabis industry the cannabis space whatever it is right like people people are just looking for shock value or social media you know uh social media prowess or whatever you want whatever you want to call it like i think i think a lot of these people need to be looking at like the people who have been doing this for a long time you're, you're gonna get the best weed first of all right second yes. of all like these are the these are the pioneers of this whole this whole game like without people like you know like like us or fucking all of the people that we know that we fuck with yeah like none of this would be here, you know what I mean? Like, no, 100%. Definitely was built was built by by that generation and also uh I think that just the fact that people are supporting families. I I honestly sometimes cuz I know that people across the country are a little new to the space in general and as they get, but I think I like I like doing these things so that I can associate a face. Yeah. Or a group with a brand so that you know that like a lot of these Companies are dudes that picked up their family when he had young kids and moved across the country because he believed in what he was doing to build a brand and live a lifestyle that that uh, paved the way. You know what I mean? And so, totally. I mean, you know, it was, it was partly, you know, I wasn't trying to pave the way. I was just trying to. No, you, know, you were trying you know to live I mean? your life. I was just trying to live my life a, and have like, best for your family. But have a, have have a lifestyle where like where I'm raising my kids isn't gonna be like in this box where like this is what you got to do. To, to, to be successful in life. Like, no, like, I want you to be outside the box and, and make yourself happy, you know? That's that's a big step, because obviously we come from a generation where that, was, that wasn't that was the MO for the parents, you know what I mean? Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, dog, my mom still thinks I'm crazy as fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, and, well, and I've been like this... Well, pretty, listen. She's right. She's right. You're she's, crazy as fuck. Yeah, but, but you're crazy as fuck because of what, like, what you grew up fucking around every day. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's why. Like, it's not because of anybody else's. Like, it's not totally your fault that you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm crazy too. But like, yeah, it's yeah. because of the shit I grew up around, the shit I seen, the shit like, the shit that, that 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 sticks with you, like, you know, for a long time. I think it's a blessing. 
It is. I mean, look, you just you. What you said right now, I feel like was like uh, was job number one as a parent, right? And that was like to to honestly teach your kids how to be actually happy, or at least give them the possibility that that was opportunity, 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 and also like whatever path they choose, as long as you feel like it's a righteous path, right? You'll be good with them, right? Uh, and I mean, and like what I meant was like we come from a generation where they're not good with that. Yeah, I mean I'm sure certain like, things you know, are expected of you, and certain things are looked down upon. In and your, this and in that, your life, you know, you know your, your your parents were were probably terrified. You know what I mean? Like you're you're in movies as a young kid, and like yeah, they just exposed to you know yeah. like exposed to like the real world, right? I don't think my mom. My mom's crazy too, so she didn't, <laughs> she wasn't terrified. She just thought I was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was, again, she was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. Like, we're all a little stupid. You know, you know what I mean? Gotta I mean, be, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. At some I point, can, I, I feel imagine. like. At some point, I feel like it's going to be like a, oh, wow, fucking pioneer. I mean, I started early, too. Like, you know, go yeah. like, I, I always looked older than I was, you know? Yeah. So, like, uh, I started early, like, going out to clubs, and my uncles were only, like, seven, eight years older than me, so, like, you know, they were always... It was relative. You were, you were hanging good, out. They were always good, bad influences. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and like, you know, I can just imagine for you, it was, it was even ten times more. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we both ended up here. Yeah. Through the, through the trials we're and the tribulations. Um, what a... You want to talk about Rio a little bit and all the all the sure. yeah. all so, the things that I you mean, guys do over there? I've been to the facility. It's amazing. Of, one of the amazing opportunities I've had since like, you know, starting this whole brand and and kind of, you know, focusing on it full time was to be able to meet like dope people and, you know, obviously through the through the through the through the grapevine, I ended up um, with Rio and um, Rio is a a micro business license in um, in Boyle Heights in LA. Um, Rio Verde Incorporated is actually their name. Check them out. They're probably one of, I would say, if not one of, probably the best um, large scale ethanol extraction extractors. And like, um, so so I ended up I ended up kind of linking up with, with the guys there and they gave me like my first opportunity to get like legitimate products onto the market and do be compliant and do everything, you know, um, towards the BCC standards and all that, all that jazz. And, um, and, and, and I, I kind of morphed into, you know, uh, almost like a, a white labeling kind of co-packing division that we, that we have there now as well. So, uh, we're doing a lot of work for you know some some big farms and some some big brands in in the in the space right now, and I'm just like again feel blessed to to be given those opportunities, and I think that comes from you know doing business the right way, doing business you know yeah, doing solid. good doing People good wanna... business. And you know, I wouldn't that, expect anything that, less from the Budfather. I mean, you gotta be. The Budfather's you know I mean? the most so, solid like, dude around. That's like the the seal of of solidarity right there. And <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Nobody ever looked at the boss and said, "Damn, this was kind of shaky." Yeah, so you don't I make mean, it very long when you're the when like, you're the boss and you're shaky. You know? You know, you don't make it. You don't make it very long, and you know, you're not in it for long if you do make it. You know, that's the exactly. other thing is like a lot of yeah. these a lot of these people have been like just into the shock value social media shit that like okay you're gonna be you're gonna go viral right and you're gonna be famous for 
15 seconds, but how are motherfuckers really going to look at you when you start putting mustard down your throat and fucking, you know, <laughs> fucking whatever to, to just get, to just get views and, and likes. It, it's crazy. Um, what's the biggest positive impact from the cannabis industry in, in your life? You feel like the biggest positive impact, well, what drew you to it? And, and like, and and what is it? It's kind of it's kind of like why um, you I, know, know you I, like I like the whole Budfather thing. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. It's kind of like why I I like the whole Budfather thing to to begin with too, because like it's always been about for me like finding people like that I would say like is the family, right? Like yeah. you know, like you and got yeah, you yeah, got sure. fam you got blood family, and then you got family in life, and you choose you your know, family. You choose your family, and you choose like, one of them. You and know, for me it was always like. Yeah. If I'm smoking a, a fat blunt or I'm smoking a joint somewhere and I see somebody else smoking a joint somewhere, like, I, I are, are, are automatically started, like, associating, like, okay, like, we got that in common. We like to smoke weed, <laughs> right? So, like, okay, like, who, who, who are you, who are you, who are you, who's your, who's your vibe? Like, who's, who's the people that you fuck with? And it, for me, it was always, like, you know, that sense of camaraderie that you got from smoking and having a good session with somebody or a group of people and like that was you know that's the family that's that that's your family the community aspect the community. of the community right and as you said the family you know what i mean the and family. that's your thing welcome to the family mm -hmm. and uh that's true I, I love the unity that comes from from cannabis um enthusiasts and it's a communal it's a communal thing it always has been yeah, I mean, you it's know, the most communal. It's the most communal substance, definitely that it, we it, have. It, and you know, a lot of people happily communal. A lot, a lot of people will ask me like a lot of the times, like, um, like, don't you get paranoid or you know, like some yeah. people, you know how some people get Sometimes paranoid I from still smoking. Get paranoid. I still I've get paranoid. I've been smoking weed. I've well, been smoking course. weed a long time, but but yeah, I get that. It, I, I hate to overdose somebody for their first trip. It's I, kind of <laughs> it's kind of a bad look. You know? I, li I like doing that though because like, you can tell right yeah. away. Like, can you handle it yeah, or, exactly. or can you not? Yeah, we've all been there. Um, yeah, that shit. Oh, I told you how I overdosed the... Oh, I came... I overdosed <laughs> my kid's nanny. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the on that CBD, on that that uh, 10 to 1 or whatever. <laughs> the tincture I gave you? I know. I think I've told I this story. I feel so bad about that. I think I've told that. this story before, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was 10 to 1. <laughs> and told her to take a dropper of it. Yeah, that shit was strong. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, well, yeah, she had a bad experience. She's probably not gonna, she's probably not gonna be part of the family. Yeah, I mean, she like, she like part of the family, but she like, she with, can't, with fuck, she can't edibles, fuck with those like, cousins, I can't, you know? I can't really fuck with them either. Like, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll eat I'll a little out. bit of an edible, but yeah. like, if I, if I really like ingest cannabis that way, like, it fucks me up too. So I, mean, I don't think that's the best way <laughs> to introduce I've, somebody. I've, I've done, I've done a lot of substances, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, Ingested cannabis is like up there on the list oh, of like the psychoactive. The most of it. psychoactive and sedative too. Yeah. Like it, shit will. Put it can you do on a lot ass. of things, and it can uh, and it can go it can go wrong real fast. <laughs> real fast. Well, uh, in, in an hour and a half or so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when you and when you start to question it, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point where it's like. Like, oh, are you tripping? You're, yeah, you're fucking yeah. tripping, fool. <laughs> yeah. So for for all the people that aren't part of the family out there, um, just just wait a couple minutes. Yeah. It's not a double dose situation. Take take your time. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not I don't feel anything. Let's eat more. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> no, made that mistake once and that's it. Well, yeah, bro. Like we've been around the business long enough that we didn't have fucking recommended dosage or or like oh, even knew what the fuck we were putting knew, in the yeah, edible. Or had no idea what the milligrams were. You just fucking put it in there and ate it. Yeah, somebody <laughs> might actually. I made a bad batch of brownies one time, and I mean, I don't mean bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. You know, uh, I mean, they were they were <laughs> potent brownies. Exactly, but it was it was potent enough that it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad when yeah. they taste good. Yeah, exactly. Um, where do you see Budfather and uh, what are your plans? And uh... Uh, my my main my main goal this whole time really was to you know get a get a cult, uh, my own cultivation going and I think um, you know growing the plant is is really important. Like you can you can be you know um, in this business as a brand, but if if you're not you know if you're not producing your own product, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a long hard road for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean. For now, I feel like sometimes when the brands take over, it becomes a thing of its own too. You know what I mean? And then, who knows? Half of us might be fucking McDonald's lettuce producers, but <sighs> I'm sure there will be a little bit of that going on as well. There's but, gonna be a lot. But yeah, of that I feel going you. On. that's my favorite thing, and I uh, I tell people that too when they ask me about it. I could quit smoking, but I would still want to grow, and uh, I enjoy it. And it's obviously not an easy job, and it's very time consuming, and and uh, yeah, every day and something always changing or can happen it's an interesting thing horticulture it's almost inside. like a microcosm for you know for wow for, for a lot for of life shit. right yeah you know, like just you know? growing is 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 a is a huge like it's a huge step you know to, I mean, to really like being able to like know what you're capable of doing you know yeah i'm a handy motherfucker yeah you know what i mean just from being around warehouses and understanding them and building them and seeing the shit and mm -hmm. being around like it uh you know, if some shit goes wrong somewhere, trust that I'm I'm a I'm an electrician, a plumber, yeah. <laughs> a fucking carpenter. Yeah, all that shit. Uh, I know all that, that shit. Like I know exactly what's wrong and how somebody else should fix it. Probably. Yeah, you know, and like how how, how to fix it, and then yeah, I do know, you know how to fix how, it too. How much to charge for it too? Yeah, unless it's power, and then we, we <laughs> no, let somebody that, else fuck with that. That's shit. another thing that a lot of us need to focus on too. Is like you know we we have a lot of knowledge and 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 to not like you know not 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 that I'm saying like to you know be ruthless and stuff but to know what your worth is you know it's exciting yeah. and uh I feel like this space is wide open and obviously like you know you moved across the country to come to California to live your dream and that's how can you lose living the and, dream bro and and, and like literally and if uh you're willing to get up every day and like pursue pursue that that's you know the pursuit of happiness right that was a good ass movie that's, too and like it was a. It, was it has a, some legit meaning behind it, you know. It 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 definitely has some. Uh, it definitely was a great movie. had had a, a lot of meaning behind I it. I mean, he was definitely working hard, not smart, but yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta admire and respect the motherfucker that's willing to do that shit too. Speak, speaking <laughs> of movies, you know what I watched the other day? What? With my uh, with my kids, actually, of course, The Sandlot. But then we watched um, House Guest. Oh yeah, House Guest <laughs> is a good film. House I had Guest. a lot of fun shooting that. House Guest looked looked like it was gonna be a lot of fun, dude. I mean, you work with. Robin Phil Williams. No, it was, oh, no. Uh, it was uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Rest in peace. Sinbad. And, uh, Sinbad. Right. Um, yeah, that was a dope-ass film to shoot, and I'll give you the backstory on it. We shot it in Pittsburgh, and I'm from Pittsburgh um, originally. Both sides of my family grew up out, like outside of PA, so... Um, okay. It was like 
a homecoming for me and I got to have like all of my cousins come to the movie set and oh, like yeah. it was it was a big deal you yeah, know what I mean because I'm just some little kid from some little small town in Beaver County and like for my life path Beaver to end County. up doing that yeah Beaver County straight up right <laughs> <laughs> on the Ohio border like right outside of, uh, of Pitt um, it was really cool and then to be around two comedians that were like the opposite ends of the spectrum too in, com in comedy you have two things you have you have Steve Martins and you have Martin Shorts. Like you have people that are just like Sinbad is is that's Sinbad. That's yeah. bad. Like he's just funny like that, and that's how he is. And right. and and the jokes are natural to him. That's his his like he lives in that moment, you know. Right. And then you had Phil Hartman, who was a fucking genius and and crazy nice and wrote his own shit on Saturday Night Live. Or like the for, beautiful mind comedian kind of Exactly, style. but when you talk to this dude in regular everyday life, he's just a, a normal dude, you know? A Steve mm -hmm. Martin, just like a a square Sim, cat, Sinbad you know? just couldn't turn it off. He was always Sinbad. Nah, and Bad was dope, dude. He's a cool-ass person. I actually talked to him recently. He's, he's, a, he's a really good dude. Really good person. Really good spirit. Yeah. Um, Phil Hartman was nice, nice as fuck to me, too, when we shot that film. He was really cool. He used to do a... He used to do, uh, I could pick a number between one and a thousand and he would do a, a cartoon character voice for me. And he was known, he did like, Crazy people, for the people listening that are too young for Phil Hartman, um, he, he died tragically and he was on Saturday Night Live for years. And uh, he, uh, he did Bill Clinton. He played a mean Bill Clinton. Oh, amazing, bro. He used to do that for me, too. And he would, he would talk, he said, my dorm at Oxford University, I had a bong the size of a grain silo. <laughs> he would do Bill Clinton for me on the set. I swear to God, Phil Hartman said that to me. <laughs> As Bill Clinton. The illest Bill Clinton impression ever. Dude. But I could do, yeah, like one, one to a thousand. Yeah, it's really fucking, it really is, dog. Um, one to a thousand, and he would, he would have a different cartoon character, uh, Impression for me and he was spot-on bro Falkhorn Lakehorn fucking Elmer Fudd the whole shit dog. He's that dude, you know <laughs> Yep. So house guest was a lot of fun. It was a fun movie to shoot. It was a big moment yeah. in my life. It was a good movie Yeah, it's I think it to me in my career too just to be on some personal shit that kind of like You go home and get to do a film in your hometown I like solidified the fact that I had moved from where I had moved from and came yeah. to LA and like you'd made it before really made obviously but then like you felt like you made it at, at home so it's yeah. like even better like I was 14 so I didn't know I didn't I couldn't say that I had made it but but at the time I felt like that was this is obviously a moment I'm gonna be fond of for a long period of time you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and I got a big-ass family too I'm like I got on my Italian side I have like a hundred cousins probably it's probably not a hundred but it's fuck it's close you know what I mean yeah. Uh, you know how the Catholics way. get down. I'm the same way, dude. I got my mom had uh, 10 brothers and sisters, so I got crazy yeah. cousins on my mom's side. Yeah. And then people I've never met that are like my cousins. So. Exactly. <laughs> it's on some back east shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why that's why I always, you know, I always enjoyed uh, spending time with you because, like, I feel like, you know, we came from that same kind of, you know, traditional background and then we're the, the black sheep. Of, of that you know what I mean a hundred percent you know yeah yeah they uh you know my, my my family was wild but they didn't they didn't quite go as extreme as <laughs> as me for sure you know yeah uh how was Yosemite you told me that you took the family Yosemite up there. was dope man um, first time I've ever been uh, we RV'd up there and spent you know spent the night uh, at a campsite nearby and did a bunch of dope shit and got to see you know uh, freaking bear bear cub um yeah. just kind of roll by like 
And I'm keep in mind I'm walking my uh, my 120 pound Saint Bernard with us the whole oh, way shit. too. So we see a bear cub um, right on the path. Like we're headed back to the headed back to the parking lot. We're ready to get ready to peace out for the day. I see a bear cub crossing the path, jumping into this little like little like raspberry patch and eating fucking raspberries out of it. Literally like six feet away from me, my Saint Bernard who was barking at everything that it saw, like person, animal, bird, the whole time. Bowed down. Got scared as fuck. <laughs> and just like put her ears back and her tail between her legs and backed up and like was pulling me the whole time, right? Like pulling me the the whole fucking three, tri the whole goddamn trip just pulling me all over the place. Hey, and then hey, hold on. when she seen the bear. You, but how, how crazy is it that dogs, even dogs notice shit? Oh shit, a bear. She, she smelt it first too because like. You know, before I seen it, she like she was act she was acting a little weird, and then, boom! As soon as she seen the seen the bear, she she like backed up real quick. I was afraid that she was gonna bark and like draw more attention to the bear coming towards us and shit. Like, uh, it was wild. And then, um, you know, found a couple dope spots up there, like kind of off the map that um, were like uh, rainbow pools. If you ever up there, check out rainbow pools. It's a it's a dope little watering hole with the waterfall. Little little uh, cliff that's, jumps and shit. I saw that um, from your story. Yeah, and uh, that's that's real life too. That's that that experience with family. Um, that uh, you know, mm -hmm. little Clark Griswold, a little you know, a little little vac that's, American. That, you, know, you know that that's what you do it all for, right? Yeah. Just to have the ability to have those moments in in your life that you cherish, and you know, a lot of people value a lot of different things, but. Um, those are the times you'll remember for those sure. Are the, those are the times that I remember. Yeah. The most and enjoy, you know. Um, oh shit, a bear! Lions and tigers and bears. Lions they told and us. They and told bears. us in Wizard of Oz. All we ever needed to know, we learned from Wizard of Oz. That was cool. Like you know, I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't that shook, honestly. But um, it did. It did. You know. Yeah. You kind of make the whatever hairs I have left stand up on the back exactly. of my neck. Yeah. I mean, there ain't shit you can do. It's not a situation to be too scared in because. I mean, at that point, well, whatever's what gonna, gonna happen is gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a cub, but it was it was a it was at least double the size of of my 120 pound Saint Bernard. Oh yeah. So you could tell it was it was a cub, though. I, I just when I think cub, I think mama. I I knew the mama was somewhere, bro. Yeah, exactly. I had that same experience some time uh, some time ago. Fuck shit, when I was like 12, 13 years old in Vermont, we were vacationing in Vermont, walking. Uh, walking on a, a little riverbed and we've seen three little cubs and everybody wanted to go closer. I was like, hell no. Like the, if three little cubs and it looks like there's a cave right over there, I, I'm not going any fucking closer. <laughs> like I just, I made a big deal and like everybody turned around and good thing. Cause I, we yeah, getting in a fight with somebody, a bear is somebody, a bad idea. Somebody would have ended up fucking fucked up, fucked up or eaten by a fucking bear. Yeah. I mean, that's the, we were watching a show. It's called uh, what is it? Real Rob, it's with Rob Schneider and uh, oh, dude, Rob Schneider is hilarious. He's dude. fucking hilarious, and on the show he's got an assistant, and an assistant's dating this chick, and they go out camping, and she gets mauled by a bear, <laughs> and she's got some wicked fucking scars on her face. Uh, after she lives, but she's got some wicked like, and it's a comedy, obviously. It's it's you know like a what's this the GMO? That's GMO right, right there. That's that's the four next. month court cure GMO. Um, I like GMO. GMOs. 
one of my smokers, favorite strains right smokers now. like it it's a little bit different it's still got some kick like an og i like growing her she's a she's a beast bro and she just is she different for sure you know yeah don't call, i get why they call, don't her, call her gmo for nothing right yeah i get why they call her gmo but uh the chem dog cookies lineage is a little weird to me i don't really get that but chem dog i see but the the cookies thing is like i think i don't think they had that the real cut <laughs> whatever they were breeding with when they called it cookies and <sighs> cookies and Ken, chem dog because i've never seen a further a further leaner in any family it depends, history it depends on what kind of mylar bag it was in right yeah fuck. <laughs> um but that shit's a beast she's nice too um and uh you know her new name is Get Money, obviously. So Get Money, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, be that's, that's something that's expecting that's to see her, her her on shelves for years to come. That's something that I think you know we should talk about too, because what's going on, what's crazy right now is like the prices of of good weed and you know even even decent weed. The prices are are going crazy, and people think that like this is crazy. It, it was you know three four thousand dollars a pound. Uh, shit. I mean, I remember when that was the market. When, when that that was like you were getting a good deal. Yeah, you know. I mean, it was three thousand on indoor in LA. Like, eh, what are we? Twenty twenty. So I'll say like twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. It was like three ish. You know what I'm saying? On good, good shit. Maybe a little bit more. Some places for like certain people's OG cut, whatever. You know. Yep. But uh. Uh, a little bit earlier than that, when that shit was still in the fours, fives, and sixes, like that was the Canadian, that was like the LA price for like BC for like good chronic the was like, yeah, it was in the threes, you know. And then I remember when it hit the twos, and then, I mean, we're coming from a, a rock bottom for like indoor like craft cannabis, mm -hmm. and uh, it's soaring again. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, fuck, bro. Tell me about it. That shit was... It gets to the point where it's like, it's a lot of work. I just want to let everybody know out there that it, this shit ain't easy. And <laughs> well, it, it feels good to have it, you know, valued. Yeah. You know, like, for a while there, like, prices were, were going crazy, especially, you know, on the on the white market. Like, you know, there was, there was, there was so much weed around for a little while. And, and now there's, like, not as much. But also, the the price is is more re reflecting the quality. Like you know, like the, this even you know this stuff that you guys are growing is is not two thousand dollar pound. You know what I'm saying? And and in the market, like to be competitive, some of these cultivators were selling this quality of flour for two thousand yeah. dollar pound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to keep the lights on. And no, that, 100. That, and, it, and it's just it's just crazy to me that 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 was happening. So I like I like the you know the valuation of everything going up, but at the same time you you know you want you want to be you want to be as you know competitive as possible, right? Yeah. I mean, I think cannabis is a craft market anyway. Though we've obviously been the counterculture of the business has always been like a. Uh, have that stigma about it because we're you know naturally untrusting of people you know nobody wants to get narked out or it's always been taboo so yeah i hope that we hold that you know what i mean as a whole and i hope that other places respect that 
when they take the, on the business, you know? I would hate to see it go to... I don't mind it being at 7-Eleven, but I don't want it to be 7-Eleven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... I mean, I, I don't I, ever want it to I, be like tobacco. Basically. I wouldn't mind being on the shelf at Seven Eleven, but no. But I want. I also. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want it to be, uh, like, you know. I don't want to be that type of retail. Be the only place that you can find it. That, that's what I'm saying. You don't. You don't want. You don't want to be. You don't want to be like, too far into that that corporate that corporate lifestyle. You know, like yeah. You, you, I like you, I like just, wine It's just better. about numbers at that point and not about quality. So like for me, it's always been about, you know, finding the best balance there and, you know, keep keeping that valuation of the the flower at at, at the prices I think that that it's at now is is going to be you know imperative for for growers to, and and just this whole industry to to really, to really survive. I want you to take some of this with you too. This is a. I'm going to give you some nugs from all of these. Uh, so I have Cushman's, Kush Cake, uh, Ice Cream Cake, and a Rainbow Chip. And these are from a room that we pulled five months ago or something. And uh, I, I left them. Just cut the tops and put them aside and forgot no, about I them? Just, I just grabbed it out of the dry room and took it home because I wanted to get a sneak peek at it and take some pictures and see how, how it looked. Do you know what I mean? And... Uh, um. I'm a presentation guy because my background is like running retail, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. early retail when it was still like a connoisseur thing, like putting things on shelves and stuff in jars and, and presenting it in the old fashion and more of like a deli style for people that don't know. Like the way the medical prop two, you know, prop 215 days. Like cannabis marketing before there were classes for cannabis marketing. Yeah, exactly. That part. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> what do you mean by marketing? You mean we're just we're just trying to sell this uh, shit? Yeah, marketing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just I definitely want to you to take some of this because it uh, it's special. This Kush cake, especially this shit. Um, we cut it out because it didn't make the cut. And to those listening that don't know what that means, it means that it was not financially. Uh, lucrative to run this particular flavor even though it is an amazing smoke um didn't the, yield very much yeah it just wasn't the one yeah. it, 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 you know sometimes it's not even a yield thing sometimes things take too long to veg or just they could be prone to certain certain issues or you know they're like they're like children they you know not everybody is a star yeah um well. Yeah, not everybody gets a. That was probably a, medal, a bad. Right? That was probably a, a frowned upon euphemism, but. Ah, fuck <laughs> I come from the not. Not everybody gets a gold star. A gold yeah, no, star. Not uh, everybody gets a medal at field day. You know, yeah, if, exactly. you, if you won the fucking race, you got a medal. That was yeah. it, You know. And I mean, she she was really good looking and and uh, a very pleasurable smoke, but it just didn't make sense. Is that one the Cushmans? This is the Kush cake. Smell this, bro. Kush cake. Just. Take a take a squeeze and a smell of that. That oh, shit man. fucking fire, dog. Yeah, that one's nice. <laughs> it turns kind you of blue have, too. You still have the cut, I hope. Of that Kush cake? Yeah. I don't. I, uh, I actually cut it out, but I, I. You have another one that's better. Of Kush cake? Yeah. Nah, we're not running Kush cake anymore. But I'm <laughs> sure I can find one that's better. I know that mine was a lot purpler than everybody else's, so it was definitely like, you know what I mean? They leaned towards the other side of the family. Yeah, it is pretty, but it's a it's a bubba leaner and it just didn't 
it wasn't the one, you know? Right. Interesting. I'm starting to, uh, I got a facility in Palm Springs that uh, is in the late stages of licensing for, and we're going to do indoor hemp there. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about that. That's, yeah. That's sick. I saw I saw you, uh, you were there posting on your story the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost ready to fill up and, and turn on. I mean, and uh, we're doing Lux LEDs. Um, they're small rooms. They're 10 light rooms, so they're like very craft, obviously. I like that. It, and uh, I got some cuts from John from Seven. Uh, he goes by Seven O Seven Grows on uh, on Instagram, and he's like Taproot Seed Company. He's like, I don't know. In my opinion, he comes from our background and yeah. he's in the hemp game and he kind of pioneered it as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? And, uh, he told me he's got some crazy cuts. I mean, he's got, he's got good genetics. So I went up and got some, he gave me some cuts and gave me some good genetics and we're going to run them there and, uh, see if we can produce some craft, uh, hemp flower, CBD flower. I smoked his, his, uh, his breeding cuts that he had gave us up there. And, uh, I mean, it was the most pleasurable hemp experience I've ever had, you know? He made Tastes me one good. that's kind of like a bubbleiner and one that's a, basically like a like a, a kosher tangy type of deal and uh, like an OG leaner kind of. And okay. um, yeah, bro, it tastes like, tasted like Bubba Kush, like just, you know? Yeah, I mean, some of, some of the, the hemp breeding that's been going on is crazy, dude. Like, they're, you know, they're actually like beautiful looking flowers too. Yeah, and that's so uh, I'm going to... We're going to give it a go. And uh, that business model wasn't necessarily, it didn't start off as a indoor hemp um, flower facility, but it turned into it due to, you know, local legislation. And uh, I don't know, I guess it just evolved. You know what I mean? It plans on it being a nursery and everything else. And then we decided that why not give a go at this new, in this, this new in this, spot? In this game, you know, it's always been about being on your toes. So, you know, just making, yeah, well, making yeah, whatever adjustments sure. you need to, to 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 stay profitable and stay viable and you make sure your business succeeds, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, that's all we can do. Uh, we got a couple minutes left, I think. Um, Anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? I know you guys were active in the events a lot before the COVID nineteen thing. Yeah, we were doing the events. We did a, a secret sesh. We, you know, we try to do you know as many events as possible and 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 be out you know be out there you know before the events were you know underground and kind of you know kind of seedy. Some would say, but you know, I think you you, you wanna you wanna be able to 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 be able to you know kind of transition from from what we were doing before into into you know some of these these events now that that are a little bit different you know um but um it's taken some time to get used to but i i, I like it you know honestly yeah. i i do i think i think trying to you know trying to you know really like solidify you know this as a as a as a viable business is is kind of taking some of the 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 shit that used to happen at these events away you know like that's good you know, I think it's good. Um, state have, state uh, of the state of the union from the Budfather himself. Yeah, How do you right. feel about the current? Welcome the to current the current state welcome of things. to the family. The state of the union. Hey, that's dope right there. I think I think you know the the, the game hasn't changed. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be the same that it's always been. If if you can produce good good quality products and 
you know you have you know you have a fan base that that is is loyal which which is 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 a, is a big part of it but also you know a fan base that's interactive with with people who who are you know from from this this side of the this side of the tracks you know yeah. that's that's a recipe for success in my opinion yeah so i think i think um the brand the brand's you know going going places this year you know that's why you know, when, we, when we first started this this whole conversation you know we were saying like 2020 hasn't been so bad like i've, I've been through i've been through worse worse scenarios um but honestly um we got we got some flour coming out um we got some grinders uh from cubis that we ju we're just about to drop actually Give everybody tomorrow. your instagram tag it's obviously the bud father check out the bud father on instagram uh, the Budfather Family is a website that we, we set up, and um, definitely want to check these these grinders and ashtrays that we got coming out. Yeah, they're dope. Um, they're super high quality, and uh, the magnets work great too. I like that. Um, all right, I guess uh, running out of time today. Thanks everybody for listening. Hope everybody's safe and uh, and uh, stays healthy. Well, it was and, fun, uh, bro. Thank you for coming on, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you um, for having me. And uh, let's look forward to 2021 coming on the second half of this year. Um, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family, brother. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.